The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. Guys, you are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, the most profitable show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Why is it the most profitable show here on the SGP? Because the locks are now up to 27 and 7. We got lucky last week with the Man City game, obviously covering that minus two in stoppage time where they scored two goals in the last two minutes. But it doesn't matter how you win. You just need to win. And that does extend our record. Coming off the double lock the week before, which took us to 26 and 7, we are now sitting at 20. 27 and 7 going into this week's show and we are going to celebrate with another double lock this week at the end of the show motherfucker i'm awesome no you're not dude don't lie i'm awesome i'm driving around in my mom's ride i'm awesome a quarter of my life gone by and i met all my friends online motherfucker i'm awesome i will run away from a brawl i'm awesome no voicemail nobody call i'm all right, all right, all right. That's enough self appreciation here on the EPL show. It's not really what we do unless we do reach a ridiculous point. And I think that's what we've done here because at this week's double lock, if you if we do manage to land both, or even if we take a one-on-one split, say we take a one-on-one split for argument's sake, we roll on to twenty-eight and ten. Now, originally. I was here to cover the Premier League solely, which would have been one lock a week, and it's a 38-game season. We've extended that, obviously, with the FA Cup, double locks, and the international games. But had we finished the 38-game season 28-10, and 10, which we could be on at the end of this week, that would have been a phenomenal record, a phenomenal achievement to have an 18-game overlay to be 18 games over 500 that would have been exceptional going and we have a chance to not only get to that this week by just going one and one but beating that obviously throughout the course of the season but obviously i don't want to go one and one i want to go two and oh i want to take you to 29 and seven so let's hope we can do that at the end of the show as i said double lock coming up and we're going to cover the Carabao Cup final between Manchester City and Chelsea. So we start early this week on Friday with Fulham travelling to West Ham, where West Ham are even money favourites. 14 to 5 the draw and best price of 16 to 5 on Fulham. Um, not sure where to go with this one. Obviously, West Ham are a much better team, much better players. Marco Nautovic is a time to get fit, so he'll play. They'll be at full strength. Felipe Anderson's having a really good season. Would be um, not surprised at all if bigger clubs are looking at him in the summer. But here, I think Fulham have got way too much to do now. I think the relegation race, in terms of that 18th spot, 
could come down to Southampton, Burnley, Newcastle, Cardiff, and maybe even Brighton could get sucked down there because they're not playing very well at all. But primarily, I feel Cardiff will go down with Huddersfield and Fulham. Uh, I was holding out hopes for Fulham for long periods throughout the season, uh, even when they, um, even under the old manager, Tukanovic, I felt like he could have turned it round. Um, Ranieri was obviously a risky appointment because even though he's won the Premier League before, he has been a bit up and down with, with other clubs um, all around the world, not just in not just in the Premiership. But yeah, I just don't feel they've done enough. I don't feel that they've they've, they've got some, they've had some good wins. They had a really good win at home to Brighton where they turned around from 2-0 down. But their away record, it's just non-existent. They're just not getting anything on the road at all. And uh, I feel this could be filed under that category. Although West Ham's ground is far from a fortress, I just feel when you have better players and going up against a team which don't have a very good away record, and this has been quite a lengthy break for the Premier League because of the FA Cup, um, I feel that West Ham is the play here. I feel that West Ham beat Fulham today, uh, despite their ground not being by any means any kind of fortress. Up next, we look at Cardiff versus Watford, where Watford are the six to four favourites here. Cardiff are twenty one to ten, and it's twelve to five the draw. Um, Watford last time out, we we took them against Everton, and a game where I said they were highly motivated to get a win over their old manager Marco Silva and I honestly feel Everton even played better in that game so I didn't expect a 1-0 I was expecting Watford to trounce them because they outplayed them at Everton and now they were coming home so I think that was a very good result for Watford because they were playing an Everton team that were very focused as well and in the end that was only decided by the one goal here I think it will be a less emotional game for Watford and if anything the emotion is on the shoulders of, of Cardiff, who, of course, um, lost their player Salah in in the Emilio Salah in that plane crash or helicopter crash, sorry. And um, and yeah, now now they have a home game to face. They're also riding into this off the back of back to back wins. Am I going to bet on Cardiff to get three in a row? No, I'm definitely not here. Um, I'm going to opt for Watford on the draw no bet. However, uh, that's available. At where's the best price on that? It's available at best price of four to five. Um, they're seeing this game as somewhat of a toss-up with Watford as slight favourites, and that is a, that is reflected in the draw no bet market, where obviously you have uh, Cardiff on the draw no bet at just at just odds odds above um, even money or. 21 to 20 I'm seeing them at best price but obviously Cardiff uh, Watford at 4 to 5 uh, that's the way I'm going to play this I'm going to take Watford on the double chance here uh, sorry on the draw no bet here so moving on to Saturday we start at 12.30 with Tottenham travelling to Burnley and Tottenham are available at 8 to 11 here to win this game uh, Burnley are available at 9 to 2 and it's 14 to 5 the draw I think we'll see a routine win here for Tottenham. Burnley had a massive win at Brighton and usually it's been their their home ground that's been the fortress or not necessarily the fortress, but the place where they've relied on to win important six-point games. But they've got a vital point at Old Trafford and they also got the win at Brighton. So Burnley have taken big strides out of this relegation zone. Um, I'm not sure how they'll approach this game with Tottenham. I feel that 
If it's the usual negative Burnley, that would be more difficult for Tottenham. But I feel they could be more relaxed here. They've picked up a lot of points recently. The fans are happier. They're on TV. This could see Burnley maybe try and go for it a bit more. And that obviously sounds positive for Burnley. But in actual fact, it plays right into the hands of a very good Tottenham team who break ferociously um, and we saw that in the second goal against Borussia Dortmund obviously Tottenham were a big play for us here on um, on lockbetting.com in that in that Tottenham Dortmund game uh, we were certain that Tottenham were going to qualify and uh, they showed that uh, exactly what can happen when you you try and go forward in numbers and they hit you on the break uh, that second goal uh, if you go and look at it on YouTube, completely outlines how quickly Tottenham break. And um, they've done that throughout the season. I can also point to the to the third goal that they scored in the game uh, against Leicester City, where Leicester were pushing for an equaliser and Tottenham hit them. Obviously, I don't expect Burnley to be exposed for that. But um, I do expect gaps to, op- to open up and present themselves. And of course, we should have Harry Kane here returning to the bench. That will be interesting for fantasy owners, whether they go straight back in on Kane immediately or whether they wait for a period to see if he's fully recovered from injury and fully re- fully wait for him to return to the starting lineup. Um, there's no confirmation he's on the bench. He could be on the starting lineup, but I think there's, there is confirmation that he will be returning to the squad with Mauricio, Mauricio Pochettino singing his uh, praises this week about his recovery. I don't know if he called him a Iron Man or a superhero or, or, or a miracle, something, words to that effect. So I remember him highly praising Kane for uh, recovering earlier than expected from this injury. So he'll be in the squad. But Tottenham's the play here at 8-11. to 11. Uh, Bournemouth versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, where they have it as a complete toss-up here. 6-4 to four, Bournemouth. 12 to 5 to draw and 6 to 4 Wolverhampton. In fact, looking around, more places have Bournemouth as the underdog here. So 15 to 8 and 13 to 8. Um, 15 to 8 Bournemouth, 13 to 8 Wolves is the biggest gap that we kind of have here. Um, Wolves slipped slightly um, against Newcastle, but then managed to equalise in injury time. So they're still on a relatively decent run here. Um, Bournemouth are a much better team at home. Terrible, terrible away team. Terrible defensively as well. Never, ever keep a clean sheet. Um, as much as I want to pick Bournemouth here, and I may do that later on as the dog play, um, I'm going to take both teams to score here, which is available at 10 to 11. So it's 10 to 11, yes. 10 to 11, no. We go for yes because Bournemouth are very good at home, but they never keep a clean sheet. So Bournemouth should score in front of their supporters, but are very unlikely to keep a clean sheet here. Really like that bet. Don't understand the price. Bournemouth never keep a clean sheet, but they always score at home. So that plays into both teams to score, right? Right? It does. I mean, although Bournemouth kept a clean sheet against Chelsea, where they beat them 4-0. So not everything is black and white. But yeah, I think everything returns to to suit here both teams to score 10 to 11 newcastle versus huddersfield where we can get newcastle at 19 to 20 nearly even money 5 to 2 to draw and 4 to 1 on huddersfield huddersfield probably won't win another game this season so you can count out the underdog here newcastle have been sucked back down into the relegation race that's going to be a sentence that we use all season um 
the very disappointing that they put on such a perfect performance at Wolves and then letting a goal in the 95th minute when they let Willy Bolly score at a back post from a rare mistake from Jarafka, the goalkeeper, who's been really good throughout the season. Uh, bounce back here, definitely. You have to win these games. You have to win home games against Cardiff, Huddersfield and Fulham. And uh, they will do. Last time we took Newcastle against Cardiff. We'll take them again here today, no problem. Uh, 19 to 20 the odds. Newcastle to beat Huddersfield. Final game on Saturday sees Leicester take on Crystal Palace, where Leicester are the five to four favourites, twelve to five the draw, and five to two on Palace. Difficult one to call because Leicester are very good against the big teams, not very good against the the smaller teams for some reason. And Crystal Palace have a better away record than a home record, so all of this plays into a game which is which becomes very difficult to call for me. It lays down to what the Wilfred Zaha situation is, whether he's back or not. Obviously, we know Palace did better in the league when he plays. Uh, didn't matter last week when they were against Doncaster in the FA Cup, but obviously this is a more difficult proposition. Um, I'm going to take Leicester on the draw no bet here, which is available at four to seven. I just feel if there is one result that won't happen here, I don't think Palace are going to go to Leicester and win. I know teams have done it throughout the season, but there has to be some stability here. You can't go and put on wonderful performances at Chelsea and beat Man City at home um, and then lose to Crystal Palace at home. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. There has to be some consistency in this Leicester team. And if we're looking at team sheets on the paper, Leicester's the pick here. Moving on to Sunday, where we are going to be locking up some things, I think. Uh, Arsenal take on Southampton, where Arsenal are the four to seven favourites. 15 to four the draw and six to one on Southampton. Uh, Arsenal bounced back today with a win against Bartow Borisov. That was the lock on the lockbetting.com exclusive show, the Europa League show. We landed the lock there of Arsenal minus two on the handicap, Asian handicap. Um, and I expect Arsenal to to ride that momentum uh, into this game. Uh, Meza Ozil actually played that game. Interesting to see he plays two games in a row. Uh, Lacazette will be fit for this game as well. well. Well, not fit. He was suspended for the Europa League game, so he'll be available. Uh, I just think Arsenal at home beat smaller teams. We have seen that over the course of the last, not just, I mean, not just the last three or four years, but it was more notable in the last three or four years because they were so bad away from home and the home record was carrying them. When Arsenal were a consistent top four team or even challenges for the Premier League, they, they, you know, they had good home and away records, but their home record's always been exceptional for the last 15, 20 years. So I feel that nothing changes here. And the added factor that gives this lock potential is the fact that this is a revenge game. Ralph Hoosenhartl um, embarrassed Arsenal and ended their unbeaten run, which was over 20 games at a time. Uh, it was ended at Southampton in a 3-2 defeat. Revenge will be on the mind here, which is why this steps into the lock category. Up next, Man United versus Liverpool, where Man United are the 23 to 10 underdogs. How? How are we 23 to 10 underdogs? Do a combined 11 with these two. See how many Man U players get on the pitch, because it'll be a few. Um, Paul Pogba's the best player in the game. David De Gea is the better goalkeeper. 
it's uh, it doesn't make sense to me that you have Man United as a massive underdog in this game when they're on a much better run of form and player for player uh, they're very very even to Liverpool and we're at home so you can tell where the underdog's going to be going on this show uh, five to two to draw seven to five Liverpool it's a fucking insult I can't understand how they've priced this up um this is this this is worse than uh, the PSG game where Man United were favourites at home to PSG, and you're telling me Liverpool are a better team than Paris Saint Germain. Well, what planet are Liverpool a better team than Paris Saint Germain? Not on my planet. So I don't know what they've done here, but golden opportunity to get Man United at twenty three to ten, uh, Man United on a double chance of four to six. Man United draw no better five to four. Um, there's loads of ways you can go. Let's go with Man United draw no better five to four, and uh, let's make that the official play here. Let's play a little bit conservatively, but honestly, this is an even game, and um, it's a very insulting price for a Man United team that have won eleven of twelve. Uh, I must say, and uh, look fairly equal to the Liverpool team on paper. Uh, if you're doing a combined eleven. Uh, you're looking at a lot of the Manchester United midfield getting in. Uh, you're obviously looking at Mo Salah. You're not looking at Firmino getting in that team. So whereas you will take Salah and Mane, you're going to take Marcus Rashford as the other guy. Uh, you're going to take David De Gea as your goalkeeper. Um, you'll probably take Robertson as your left back. That's probably a certainty. But uh, you'll probably partner uh, Lindelof with Van Dijk because Lindelof is better then Matip Olovren, certainly better than Matip, who's the fit centre-back for this game. Stupid, very, very stupid. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, play United as the underdog here. Finally, the Carabao Cup final, where Manchester City are 2-7 to seven outright to lift this trophy. It's 5-1 to one for Chelsea to win it in 90 minutes. It's 7-2 to two to draw. And it's 3-5 to five on Manchester City to win this in 90 minutes. Just of note, I missed out there. Chelsea to win the trophy are 11-4. So that looks like a big price. But it doesn't when you consider the fact that Chelsea were beaten a few weeks ago 6-0 by this team. What's improved at Chelsea? They beat Malmo twice. Malmo of Sweden, the third best team in Sweden, who were 10th actually until Uwe Rosler took them over. So they beat them and that warrants them performing here against Man City. Let's not forget in between that time, they were beaten in the FA Cup by Manchester United at home by two goals to nil. And it was very easy for Man U. What's going to change here? Nothing, in my opinion. Uh, Manchester City is the play in 90 minutes here at three to five. So let's close out with the lock dog parlay portion of the show. For me, two very easy standout locks here, and they all stand out on Sunday. Manchester City will win the cup final, and they will win in 90 minutes, in my opinion. And Arsenal will get revenge against Southampton for ending their unbeaten run at home uh, against Southampton. They will win this game and uh, get themselves back on track here in the Premier League and always use their home ground to get back on track because they are decent home performers. And what do Arsenal do at home? They beat bad teams and or average teams or inferior teams, whatever phrase you would like to use here. Insert your own Arsenal win this game. Moving on to the dog, said it already, 
Man United, 23 to 10. Don't get it. Bet it. Get on it. Man United, I think, will put a severe dent in Liverpool's title title campaign here. Um, at very least, they're going to draw this game. I don't see Liverpool going to Old Trafford and winning. I just don't. Um, maybe that's me being a supporter. But I think even if you're not a supporter, you're looking at this price and it probably doesn't make sense to you. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um so I don't know why it would make any sense to you. You even Man United supporter or not, you've got to be looking at this and, and being and being somewhat confused by it. Moving on to the parlay. This week there isn't a lot of games for us to choose from, and I don't, as a rule, like to double up with my with my locks. So my locks are Arsenal and Man City, so I won't be using any of them in the parlay. Um and I really couldn't find myself a third selection. And also the two selections that I found pay out handsomely so the parlay this week is going to be Newcastle and Tottenham and if you put a hundred pounds on that you're going to get 334 pounds so 334 pounds just for Tottenham and Newcastle Newcastle at home to Huddersfield and Tottenham traveling to Burnley Tottenham obviously wanting to stay in this higher race Newcastle being a superior team to Huddersfield who are already relegated and Newcastle will be seeing this as an opportunity to move away from the relegation zone love that play uh, love the parlay there love everything that we've given out here very confident we can move up to 29 and 7 with our lot record on this show so that concludes this edition of the EPL show sign up to my website lockbetting.com for the European show if you want to get that this week that's it from me good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening <laughs>